Welcome to the Yellow Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Juliet Marhofer Duggar. Today is a special episode with brilliant guests who share their own story of resilience for women to know if it has defined your soul, mind, and body, it matters, and we're going to talk about it. This is your life and your journey to wholeness. Through our conversation today, I hope you're inspired to laugh, unleash your creativity, win the war within your soul, and connect deeper with faith, yourself, and others to create a powerful life filled with wonder. When we tend to our soul, we can successfully build beautiful, meaningful relationships. We have so much to discuss. Let's get started. Okay, so Shallon, I am so excited that you're that you're here and that you're with us tonight. And we have Shallon, Elizabeth, Annie, and Sonia. And I am Juliet, and I'm so excited that you're tuning in. So Shallon, I have a question for you. What has 2022 been like for you so far? Well, I can't decide if 2022 is going to be good or bad. But I have decided I was going to declutter my home. And, you know, I guess there's a lot of other decluttering, you know, that goes along with that. So I'm just, uh, I'm taking it day by day. Uh, A new year is always, you know, lots to do in in the workplace and and resetting and and getting ready. So I'm, um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful and ready. So have you already started to declutter? Oh, I have, I have. And, uh, I'm, I've started reading a book and I've been listening to it on uh, audible and the advice was to start in the poop room in the bathroom, <laughs> having no, <laughs> no sentimental attachments to anything in the bathroom. And so it was, it took me, you know, I'm, I, I'm a little bit OCD. So it took me probably longer than it would take most, but I successfully made it through the bathroom today. And so I just keep walking back there and smiling and, and being happy and feeling joyous and all those things that they say you're supposed to, but I just sit and stare at it and am very pleased and excited to keep going. Okay. So I have a question about the OCD. Okay. So what are you most OCD about? (laughs) You know, it's funny. My OCD is not only very physical, but I think I carry around like other compartments of OCD in my mind. But I'm probably most OCD at my work desk. Like I keep a pen and a pencil out on my keyboard they both have to face the same direction I have to reset like the the stapler and my notepad has to be at a certain place on my calendar it always has to sit on the right side um (laughs) my calculator my calculator tape has to be cleared out and like torn off and ready to go after each you know set of transactions or whatever so yeah my my most OCD lives alive most on my work desk. 
So what happens if something's out of place? Anxiety. Um, but, you know, in time I'm getting, I've gotten better about that, you know, over the years and, and just kind of shifting and, and being present to where I'm supposed to be in this grand life of ours. Um, it's, it's not so debilitating, uh, in the past it would be. And to the point where I couldn't, my mind is not clear and I can't move to the next task until that pen and pencil are both facing back to the left with the little clippies facing toward me and, you know, the stapler, the tape and everything on the, where it's supposed to be tucked up underneath my monitor tape, always on the right stapler on the left, uh, notebook on the right side of the calendar um I just I don't know why I'm like that but I'm like that and as long as it's all laid out that way I can always tell if somebody's tampered with my stuff too (laughs) (laughs) so when I come to your house if I move something you're gonna know (laughs) um maybe maybe but so I'm like that at work but but I'm not I'm not so much like that at home. Home tends my island at home in my kitchen is just a general dumping ground. But I'm I'm learning through this book that I just have too much excess stuff. And this stuff is taking up valuable real estate in my home that is not serving me. And that's causing me to have all this mental funk and this cluttered up. Uh, lack of energy and it's stealing my joy which is making me stressed out and I can't find things and I just it's time to make a change so Mm -hmm. that's the new focus I think we'll have to do a part two podcast episode (laughs) Annie's like yes 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 we're like keep going Shallon keep going okay so have you has, has this been a part of you as long as you can remember? Like, were there, when you look back how you were as a child, I mean, even though you, you know, I'm sure as like a 10 year old, you, you weren't like, I have OCD. But when you look at the landscape of your life and you reflect on your earlier years, because you're still so young, um, do you see that that thread has continued throughout it has it's always been there and unfortunately it it goes hand in hand with perfectionism and my everything so so and have it be just right all the time um there were there were times as you know and little things you know as a child in the way i set my Barbies down or in the way that, you know, I had to organize things, you know, by the color of the rain rainbow, you know, the Roy, Roy G. Biv, red, orange, green, yellow, green, blue, purple. And that's just, people would make fun of me in school, it, you know, and I, but that was me. So that's okay. Um, but it, it has a double-edged sword, you know, it, it's, it's stressful to be that way. I'm not, I don't do it. I say I don't do it intentionally, but it's just been part of who Shallon was, that need to be perfect and 
if I know that all of that stuff is so-so, I've got control over it. I've got my arms around it. And Mm. that, to a degree, would give me clarity. So... Hmm. Yes, because having the privilege of being in your life, you are one of the most productive people that I have ever met. And I have never felt perfectionism from you projected onto me as a human being. I have never felt anything but love. Good. And I love you. Thank you for sharing. So much. You're welcome. Thank you. Thank you. I love you more. Most. Mostest. So I'm going to move on to Elizabeth. Hi. So Elizabeth, I, I was going to ask everyone where they are. You are in Washington, right? Yep. We're frozen for a moment. Oh, whoops. Hold on. Is this better? Yes. I took my Wi-Fi off. Oh, good. Yeah, that's better. Okay, I see you now. Okay. I can see you, but I can hear okay. you. <laughs> okay. Uh, so okay. what's the weather like in Washington? Oh, it is, um, well, it's really dark right now, but it's been, we had a snowstorm, which was really fun. That was like last week. And now it's just kind of cold and rainy, but I think it's going to start warming up, but it kind of extended everyone's um, Christmas and New Year like vacation because we were all snowed in and it was really fun <laughs> yeah you're still living the it's christmas vibes right you're like that's not over yet I know. yeah <laughs> when it's still yeah. white outside it's like that makes sense <laughs> i know and so on social media i saw you on your horse i believe pulling your child on a sleigh <laughs> or on yes. a sled and I said yes. when are you gonna pull me <laughs> I know I was like just come on over <laughs> I'm so not kidding by the way <laughs> I know I'm flying there so you can pull, pull me on the sled <laughs> uh, I'm there for it yes please it's it was so beautiful so peaceful there's something that's so quiet and calm and still about everything being covered in the snow and washed white so it was wonderful and speaking of horses that's Mm -hmm. a significant part of your journey right and are you are you are you still training do you still have active riders that you're working with during the do you still work during the summer months yeah so we have a covered arena and then I give um lots of beginner riding lessons which is so fun and it's almost like, um, you know how sometimes when you like teach your child something or say something to your kid and when you say it, you hear God talking to you. So that's kind of what happens with me and horses, like with, um, just how a horse has to get broken of going its own way and, and walk in trust and all of those things. So oftentimes as I'm teaching these kids, 
with horses. It's like a double dose of hearing God's voice. So it's really special. It's a special place for my, my soul, the way God created me. Mm, that's beautiful. Yeah. Is there a, is there a moment with a student that, that still is with you today that stands out? Um, oh man, there's so many. Annie probably remembers. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Um, I think one thing is just like keeping your eyes fixed on where you're going. Like these little kids, their their um, first inclination is to not be confident and to look down when they're learning how to ride. And when they do that, their horse, instead of going in a straight line, their horse um, kind of will stop or turn a circle because it loses its direction. So, but they know, I'm like, look where you're going, like shoulders back. Your horse needs to know that it has a leader and that you have a decided heart on where you're going. And I think that's so huge, like for us to know, like who we are, who, who is our leader and his decided destination for us. And to keep our eyes fixed on that, regardless of the fear or the trials or what we don't know yet in the midst of our trek to where we're going, it's so easy to lose confidence or get distracted or look down. And, um, so that's just one basic principle that all the beginners (laughs) get to hear me, um, speak on, I guess. And, but it changes these kids to be able to do that on such a large animal. Yeah. And it's simple yet to apply that is, is something else in and of itself, right? You are a, you're a vision board boss, right? Like that's what you, I know that you love your vision boards. What is, if you could pick out one thing that you feel like is inspiring you to create more of this year, what would it be? Inspiring me to create more. Um, Well, in general, I feel like God, there's a huge move of God right now. And I feel like um, he's just asking me personally to facilitate or cultivate relationship and community like in person. Um, and, um, as far as like what I see for this year is there's a lot of heaviness, but I feel like coming together relationship and community, I just see like a massive revival. And, um, one of my friends got the word swell, like when, the ocean like pulls back before and then it's going to come and have like a big wave and I do feel like this year at the beginning of this year I just see like a crossroad where God's asking us to choose and he's positioning his people and that a lot is going to feel heavy but it's a swell and like a big crashing wave of revival is coming and I'm just excited and so community relationships and, um, putting God at the center of like my soul and denying and dying to myself more so that I can have more, a more tender soul. That was a really deep 
answer for your question about a vision board. <laughs> oh, amazing. Yeah, no. I mean, it's the that's that's what we're doing right now, right? Is building building community and leaning into one another, the allies that that are around us. And it's it's fascinating how we don't do that as much as we need it that, you know, we, we recede and and we hide and, uh, it's, it's an injustice against our own soul to not lean into those that, that are around us in community and relationships. And there's so much to be gained, uh, through that. So thank you. So good for sharing my community. Um, Sonia, I'm going to come to you. What'd you say? Thanks for being my community. Oh, I love it. (laughs) Thank you for letting me. So Sonia, you are, you're in Texas. You're a few hours away from where I am. That's right. So you're a phenomenal cook. What's your favorite thing this year that you've cooked so far? Oh my word. Well, I'll say my, one of my most recent. So I have made um, black-eyed peas. This has been the year of beans so far. So I've done black-eyed peas and I've done, can you hear me? Uh-huh. Okay. Black-eyed peas. Done, yes. And um, pinto beans. So we're, I'm from Kentucky and we call them soup beans, but here they call them charro beans. So... <laughs> Oh, I love charo beans. They're my yes. favorite. They're some of my favorite beans to eat, depending on how they're prepared, but so good. Yes. So that's, so that's your it. favorite thing that you've cooked. What's your favorite thing that you've, you've actually consumed? Is there a that's, meal that you've just yeah. like? So good. Yeah. Oh, that's hard to think about. Um, I just, I'm thinking, you know, I think because it's the beginning of the year and I'm fasting and I just starting the new year out, just going healthier. Everything that my mind goes to is like all the really healthy stuff. Um, I made greens, uh, made some really good pear salad. Uh, Joanna Gaines has a really good pear salad with a pear vinaigrette and uh, candied walnuts. Um, really good, just really helpful foods. Um, right now I think are on my radar. (laughs) Yeah. So you are someone that places emphasis on nourishing your, your physical body. What does that, what does that mean for you? You're stepping into a spiritual fast. Is that what you're referencing? Yeah. We we're visiting two churches right now. We moved into a new area, um, as you know, and both our churches are doing 21 day Daniel fast. So I'm like, they're hitting me. So I kind of missed the, the beginning of the year <laughs> in that one church. And now the other church started today. So I'm like, I think God's like, you're gonna get into this fast. So, <laughs> you're doing a Daniel fast no matter what, right? Yes. Yeah. So I'm, so I'm if excited you about place it. emphasis on nourishing your, you're nourishing your physical body and yeah. nourishing your your soul, right? And right. throughout your journey of soul care, is there is there an element of that that has changed you the most in this last year as you're coming into 2022? Um, could you, I 
part of it dropped off your question. Could you, could you repeat that? You froze Is there a little. an element of soul care from that you would look at in terms of nourishing your soul from, from last year coming into the new year that, that you felt that you benefited from most? Okay. So I really think it's, and, and it's what I've been, I've learned from you and I've been sharing it with my friends. Um, it's just, pausing and stepping into moments that, that God creates for us. Um, and when something happens that's off or I feel slimed after, or uh, I just feel kind of gross after an interaction or something with someone kind of like you feel gross when you eat really bad for a long time, it's, it's all, there's a lot of parallels, right? But, um, I'm really trying to unpack it and go back to it. Um, and figure out, okay, what happened there and just take time. And that's just soul care, right? Like really think about what, what just happened and why did that happen and, and paying attention to things. Um, and I think that this is going to be year, a year of boldness for me. Um, I just, I just feel like a lot of things have burned off um, over 2020 and 2021, right? Like they went by in a flash. So I just think that after a lot of refining that I'm going to be walking and I hope to carry people with me, you know, like, like your passion is, is that walking in the freedom of laying aside a lot of stuff that has gone away now, you know? So that's exciting. Sorry, I'm waiting because it, it sounds like it delayed for a minute. Oh, okay. Okay, you're back now. Yeah. Did you, what, did you miss all of it? <laughs> no, I heard I you say you that just, just that the refining that you've gone through and that a lot of it, you felt like that refining process, right? Sounds yeah. like the, the fire, right? That yeah. intended to take you out. This is me paraphrasing, of course, adding yes. a piggy. On what you said, but that yeah. the fire that you went through, that refining process, that it, in your words, that it burned that away, and that it just what was intended to to take you out and and harm you made you stronger. Yeah, and I and I feel because of that, and and you could probably speak to this as I I'm feeling a boldness sort of welling up inside me um, to just speak the truth and love and. I'm seeing things that I didn't see before. And I'm like, when, when, you know, someone's trying to manipulate or to cajole or bully or just different things like that, I'm seeing it and I'm, and I'm speaking clearly. I have clarity and I'm, I'm, I just don't have time for it. Um, so I'm excited. And, and kind of like, I think it, Elizabeth was saying, I feel like the Lord is positioning his people. And I think a lot of the shaking that we've been through in 2020 and 2021 is to, is to get us ready, you know, and everything that can't, can't be shaken will remain. Mm. So that's exciting. So powerful. Thank you, Sonia. That was amazing. Boldness and paying attention. We, you and I touched on that quite a bit in 2020, right? It, we, we wake up and trauma and tragedy is that the, the beauty that comes from that is that it, it wakes us up to what we weren't paying attention to, right? Just the, the constant minutia and the norm and it, it shakes us. And 
the desired goal out of that is that we do wake up and that we do pay attention. Um, and that it's, you know, it's a, it is a interesting people say, I want a new normal. And I'm like, what is that? <laughs> what exactly is normal to find that? So thank you, Sonia. That was amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Beautiful Annie. Let's move over here. And you are in Arizona. So we've got some Texans, a Washington gal, and then Arizona. So how are you? I'm good. Um, yeah, it's a new journey um, with Jesse working outside, but it's, I don't know, I feel really good. This year feels really good to me. <laughs> I love it. Is there a word that you have coming into 2022 for, your, for yourself? It's- it's funny. I've done that the past couple years and this year I don't. Oh yeah, I do have a word. Just kidding. <laughs> um, it's okay, it, like, it can pause. So say it again for me. Um, consistency, consistency is kind of okay. I love it. the word that's, that's standing out to me. And so consistency just across the board, like, do you just see that impacting every aspect of your inner world outer world like how you're tell me more about what does that mean for you in your life um I'm a you can let me know if it pauses I'm a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person where I've always just been like oh you know whatever we feel like let's just do it and so I feel like it's a discipline that I am really excited for, but the discipline of consistency in my day, like just the little things of starting the morning off, just everything in my day, how I show up. um, I'm just doing these little things and it's a consistency that really feeds my soul. Mm -hmm. Um, But what I guess it comes down to is it reminds me of building up because I'm doing archery. Jesse and I, I got into um archery this last year. So yes. uh we talked about a it with sexy our kids. little archer. I love <laughs> I'm like, oh Jesse is loving this. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Okay, carry on. I just had to throw that in there. <laughs> no. And uh so with archery or with anything we're telling our kids like you know, it's not the big thing. It's the small thing. And every day, single day when we're doing the small thing and I'm pulling the bow back and I'm doing every little detail the same way when I need, if I go hunting and I need to shoot something, it's just going to come and it's going to be able to, I'm going to be able to get it because of the consistency of the small things every single day. And naturally, um, what we just end up doing, um, it'll just come, it'll just come naturally because you're just doing it so much. It reminds me of like, I, I've made, um, breakfast or lunch for my husband every single morning. And it was just something I started when we first got married. Um, and I do it every single morning and I want to work out every single morning. I want to eat healthy every single day. I want to do all these other things, but this is the one thing I've been able to do consistently. And I, and I've had moments where I've been like, uh, I don't want to do it. Or I get mad and I'm like, I'm not going to make him food, but I still do because it's just like the consistency. It's the consistency of how God shows up. It's a consistency of just 
who you are when you, I don't know, when you do these things. So that's something I'm just realizing is I really want to be stripped down. I loved what Sonia said about what won't be shaken will remain. And I really feel like even in my daily stuff, in my consistent stuff, what won't be shaken will remain. And I kind of want to be stripped down to be the warrior that I know is in me. And I was talking to my kid that, you know, sometimes he gives up too soon or he doesn't put out the best. And, um, I, I believe that through consistency, even when we don't want to do it, even through the struggle of like, um, or the excuses, um, will emerge, you know, like that power that you're talking about, that power will emerge because we are putting what we desire and what we can every single day out. So, um, yeah, I, I was telling my son, he was, I was saying that it makes me sad that there's a potential in you that you're not always showing. Cause I know what's in you. I know your talent. I know your intelligence. I know what you have. And like Elizabeth was saying earlier, God speaks to us through our kids or through horses. And to me, I was like, that's what I feel like I'm not doing. I'm not bringing my <laughs> full potential that he has given us. And so stripping away anything that is kind of cluttering. So going even to uh, shall and cluttering our life um, and from keeping us to do the things in each day that are going to bear fruit. Um, or when hard things come, it's like, we've just read the Bible every single day. And I just naturally know how to defend myself with God's word. So <laughs> I guess it's a big spectrum, big spectrum, but the consistency is really, I guess, important to me and just how we prepare and um, for everything in God's life. So good. it's so good. Your perseverance, right? Yeah. And as you, as you persevere and you are a warrior, you are, and you're, you're, we, as we all are, we're going through a refining process, if not daily, right. That we in constant motion. When you said the uh, consistency, what came to me is uh, repetition. You know, when mm -hmm. you were pulling back the bow, I bought my youngest son a, a bow. He had a starter bow and then I took him to the bow shop for his birthday and had him look around <laughs> and then, uh, surprised him. And, uh, just like, uh, a man's bow, you know? And so I remember yeah. him pulling it back and he was like, wow, this is different, right? The strength in it. And, um, but before long, the consistency and the repetition, uh, it becomes a rhythm and it's, it's a space that you step into in your life that you find that, that unforced rhythm of grace. And it just, after a while you do it without thinking about it. And that's the beauty in it is that you find that rhythm and it's uncovered through the consistency, through persevering. Uh, I just, I, I love that. It's, it's, it's so powerful, truly. And doing it, you know, doing it over and over doing, doing something when maybe it doesn't make sense doing something when you don't feel like doing it, when it's not easy, when everything's coming at you or the chaos is going around, but there's something about that sweet spot in the middle of it all, because it is, it's like, 
you you talking about making Jesse his lunch that you can go back to that it's it's a you know it's a a reference for you to see the consistency in it uh, and how that translates into other areas of your life right that mm-hmm. for the next person it may sound so simple but to to get up every day to wake up every day and to do something day after day and do it with joy right mm-hmm. and do it out of do it out of love, not based on how you feel. And that correlates to everything in our lives, right? Is that if we, if, if we did what we're called to do day to day, solely based on how we felt, I wonder how much we would actually accomplish. I know. Right. (laughs) So, so much. Um, so thank you for sharing that. So good. So the consistency and the boldness and paying attention and decluttering and being in step and the, you know, the, the basics like Elizabeth talked about with her students and it's, those are the very things that we avoid, right. And that we, we come back to why is this not working and it seems so like, oh, that's a waste of time, or I don't want to focus on that, but it's in the details, right? And that's what many times we want to put the cart before the horse and, and, and take that step prematurely when there's that whisper that says, why don't you go back and do the thing that I asked you to do a long time ago? <laughs> and then maybe this other stuff will start to actually make sense. So, well, we are past. I know. Thank y'all for hanging with me so late tonight. All of you are amazing. Shallon, Elizabeth, Annie, Sonia. I love all of you. You're amazing. And we'll have a 2.0 session where we can unpack more and we'll talk about our retreat that we have planned for later this year in 2022. And we'll do an announcement and dig in more and talk about what the retreat will hold for all of us. So thank you all for being guests tonight. And uh, we'll close out our first episode. Yay. I was just going to ask you, do you, I was going <laughs> to ask you, Juliet, do you have a, do you have a word for this year? Yes, I do. Um, I actually, it's two words, um, but it's welcome home. Oh. And yeah, and oh. it, it, uh, it, it came, at the retreat that Shallon and I did in um, Bolivar and then still last year together for a beautiful and dear friend, Melissa Cook. Um, and I actually did a video that to the ladies there that um, said, welcome home soul. And it's not so much about a physical place because a physical home can either be positive or negative, right? It may not be a place of comfort, but it's a, it's a condition of the soul. And so it's about creating a culture of your soul that is somewhere that we actually want to live, right? It's our well-being that's in our soul. And when that is, when that holds the climate and that holds an environment of peace and joy, then our future is bright. We can create from a place of beauty and a place of peace, peace and not a place of unrest, right? In our future, our future looks different regardless of our circumstances, which can be very difficult 
and maybe even traumatic for some, um, but we work our way through. And so having that, knowing that home is best, that it's actually where we want to live. And we think about for many of us, the condition of our soul, we want to escape ourselves. And so it's, you know, for many, they, they turn their light out because it's too painful. Their existence in and of themselves is too painful. So to help women and to, to teach them to love themselves and be empowered and strengthened um, and to be able to look themselves eye to eye in the mirror and know that they matter and that they're loved. So welcome home. Yeah. Those are my words. <laughs> uh, wow. I love you all. You're so love good. You, love you. Thank you. And I will be in touch with all of you. So thank you so much for your time tonight and for being guests on our first podcast episode. Bye. Love you. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into Yellow Soul today. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I did and you feel refreshed, inspired, and empowered to share your story of resilience with others. Make sure you subscribe so you're the first to know when new episodes are released. I absolutely adore reading your reviews and seeing how this podcast is empowering your life. So if you haven't yet, it would mean the world to me for you to write one. It reminds me that we are all here for the greater good. And please share with me topics that you would like to hear more about. Also, I would love to hear from you on Instagram. You can find me at Juliet Marhofer Duggar, where I have so much fun posting your reviews to stir up hope in another soul. Thanks again for holding space for this conversation today and sharing it with your girlfriends. Together, we are inspiring others to begin their own yellow soul dialogue. Cheers, friend. I cannot wait to chat again soon.